This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We listen to Giggle by Amy Grant, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Yeah, I'm a kid from Diego. Consider the source. Hey. God, consider the source. I love to beat everything. Any of that noodle thing left? want to get in the bathtub. Consider the source. I'm a fan of my mom. Consider the source. But I find that, of course, on Twitter, which is where all the assholes in the United States and beyond go to get their advanced degrees in assholiness, Twitter is a lot of haters. Twitter is a lot of haters. Twitter is, you know, one-third um, interesting posts, photography, things I'm like gonna that. I'm going to play the whole thing. It's one-third tedious, uh, you know, uninteresting. It's, it's only fair. Nonsense, and then it's one-third or more, maybe, of uh, just abject hatred and malice. And, um, hey, he was in a movie called Malice. So I deactivated that account today. Send- Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm Caroline. And we're here to have Good <laughs> Christian Fun. Kevin and I make up two-thirds of Twitter. I think I'm the pure malice. Yeah, what was the other third? I, I don't even remember. Uh, what beautiful you said. photography. I think that's Kevin. I've, I've posted some <laughs> nice shots on there. I'll toot my own yeah. little horn with that. And I don't mean to dox you, Caroline, but can you tell me where you got your degree in assholery? What oh, university? From Clown College. Clown College? Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was online. I went to um, uh, UMAD and I got my degree in assholery <laughs> there. Was that Alec Baldwin again? Yeah. Oh, man. I should have texted you about this. Yes. He left Twitter. He (gasps) No. (laughs) I truly didn't even know he was on there. You know who we have to thank thank for this? Scully. Jillian Anderson, in an indirect way, chased him off Twitter. Because when she accepted her golden globe for the (laughs) crown, or the crayon, uh, if you like, she spoke in an American accent, and she's kind of been flipping back and forth between British and American all her life because she's had dual citizenship, from what I understand. He quote-tweeted oh, like her speech. He quote-tweeted her speech and said, she switched her accent. Interesting. Like trying to play Oh, my God. The, I'm in on the joke. <laughs> I get it. I can understand why it's funny. And then people went after him, and then he talks about it. Ad hominem in the video, and uh, and he's yeah he's off Twitter now because it's he's, just he's assholery. America's most sensitive man. <laughs> but he loves Instagram. That's the thing. He hates Twitter, but oh, he loves yeah. Instagram. Instagram people are nicer here, and oh I think gosh. I think most of it has to do with on Twitter the video time limit is two twenty. 
on Instagram. It can be 10 minutes, baby. Social media manager Alec Baldwin <laughs> learns about the platforms, the the different communities, the styles. <laughs> Decided Twitter isn't worth it. Nice work if you can get it. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we consider the source of all life, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. And we talk about <laughs> Christian pop culture, the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you or make you go to church or convert you. Unless you're a guest on the show, we're, then we're here to convert you, um, and and we'll like pray over you afterwards and lay hands on the Zoom call. Um, mm-hmm. But for you, the listener, don't worry. We we can't hurt you anymore. We can't get you. We don't know. We where tried, you are. but we can't. We so tried. We tried to do an outreach. It didn't easy. work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're doing another singles ministry. It's this format called singles ministry where we take a single song and we talk about it in length and detail as opposed to a full album yeah which always shot like an entire day for me (laughs) a day it takes you a day to listen to one album yeah because i wanted to listen through a few times i wanted to get a feel and then i wanted to find the highlights the low lights the the lyrics everything i mean it was quite a bit of work is the album dead in 2021 adam (laughs) levine says there's no bands anymore bands do not exist no more no more bands only only shorts Truly, songs are getting shorter because the TikTok algorithms. Isn't that interesting? Wow, is that fun? Is that heart? Does that break your heart, Kevin? No, I don't care. Wait, right. was that a left turn swerve? I'm sorry. <laughs> that was surprised. I was surprised. Wait, I can go into Kevin T. Porter sicko mode. Like the problem is the <laughs> album has historically been the art form that we've all agreed upon as a you know, monoculture. The album for it before, but you've let that go. You've let it rest. Well, I've let it go. Anything yeah. that young people are into that I'm not, and I've, you know what, I, I'm going to confess this right now, given the yeah. events of this week. I had a full album, as a millennial, I had a full album of songs dunking on Gen Z and the stuff that they're into and they like. I wrote it, <laughs> I recorded it, I had music videos accompanying it, I blew a huge budget on it. Shoot. And then a few people put out a few videos that got a little bad attention and press on Twitter and I thought better of it and it's going back in the Disney vault with uh, with the rest of my work. That's a shame. Uh, We were going to get such hits as only listen to old dad rock. Why this music is better. Uh, Paddington aka go go even younger than Gen Z. Go younger. That's the generation we need to worry about. Children's media. And of course the hit single Let Me Have Lola Bunny. Um, which was going to climb to the Lola charts. Back. Give me, give me, Lola give me back. I want my Lola back. <laughs> but we're not talking about those songs today. And we're not talking about Gen Z. We're talking about Amy motherfucking Grant once again. Yeah. And a little song called Giggle. We can't talk about it alone, though. It's killed me that we haven't introduced our guests until now. We need to introduce our guests right now friends and folks literally one of the funniest people i know she is a tv writer she is a comedian you can listen to her podcast lecture hall give it the hell up for brothy gupta welcome to the arena hi hi did you guys compose that for me (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, it was me it's not rich mullins in 1982 it was me Wow. Yeah. Isn't that nice? <laughs> wow. That, what a warm welcome. Okay, so low-key, I have, uh, I listened to a podcast the other day, and I'm not going to name them and give them shine at all because we're in fierce competition with them, but I listened to a podcast in which they compose songs specific to the guest each single week. 
Each single week when they introduce their special guests, they're like, yo, 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 her name is Gupta. Baba da da do do ba do da. Like they, they, they do use like my whole, name. They use your name. And it's not, and That's you've never been on the show. I'll give that clue. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. It's a little appropriate if you ask me. But, uh, oh man. I heard that bar said, and I was like, well, I'm simply not going to do that. Oh, that's too bad. It's a one size fits all. Usually, if you time it enough, people don't care, though. As long as you get that thing on the crescendo, everyone's fine. Everyone's having <laughs> sure. a good time, right? We're having yeah. a good time, right? I, yes. I also, I really, listen, you have my um, empathy when it comes to having TikTok sort of steal your idea mm-hmm. in like a bite sized format. I mean, I have been working on my screenplay feta pasta for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just they just took it. They just up. took it. And they, they just, just put tweeted it out. It out. Yeah. They just tweeted it out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've been working on this for years. That's such a bummer. Exactly. Can I can I uh, bring up a, an example of parallel thinking germane to this guest as well? Yeah. Now, Caroline, do you remember the big earthquake that happened last summer? Uh, there was a huge one. There was the big one. I think one. I slept through that one or something. Earthquake uh, but Twitter I remember, I remember the news. Came yes. alive that yes. night. So let me let me take you through my thought process with it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it from my POV and then we're gonna expand it. Yeah. It happened and when it happened, I forget the date that it happened. I forgot to look up the date. But just recently, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away. She had died. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I was on the phone with a friend of mine when it happened, like seconds after it happened. And I said, would it be in poor taste if I tweeted, because Earthquake Twitter comes alive for LA, we all participate in it, we're all in the community. Would it be in poor taste if I tweeted, that was Chadwick Boseman and RBG hugging? (laughs) And she said, yeah, don't tweet that. I log on to Twitter, not two minutes later, and little scamp Brothy Gupta had tweeted <laughs> that was RBG and Chadwick Boseman hugging. She had well, no friends okay. to tell her no. <laughs> Here's bad. the thing. Yeah. Wrong. Here's the thing. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so from my perspective, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. What happened was that I was fully in bed, and this was after a night of reading just the cringiest... Uh, just the cringiest tweets about, you know, RBG meeting yes. Chadwick Boseman in heaven. And saying king, and, and like, she sa- he says queen, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bad like, nightmare. the cringiest things, and then there was, like, another one from, like, someone claiming that her child, her, like, four-year-old child, like, did the Wakanda forever thing and said Ruth Conda forever. <laughs> no, it was busy, Phillips, we can say that. Worst. It was busy, Phillips. <laughs> We all know whatever the child just, did, it was Busy Phillips' child. Exactly. Whoever the child was, whoever tweeted that. Um, so then I, as soon as the earthquake happened, I wrote the, that tweet out as a draft. I like, because uh, my boyfriend and I were both fully in bed mm-hmm. by then. And I showed it to him and I was like, should I tweet this? And he said, he like laughed first. Um, which gave me the answer, but then his, <laughs> but then his answer was no, absolutely not. Wow. And then I said, "Oh yikes, I'm hitting tweet." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then yeah, 
It's crazy to be on the call with two canceled tw- Twitter celebrities right now. Uh, the backlash was overwhelming. <laughs> I think Brody can get away I, with certain things that I can't. Uh, her voice on Twitter <laughs> is a little different than mine, I would say, because that went on to get just saying I'm a woman of, of color. Of, why? Oh my gosh. Brody, when um, Chadwick's wife gave that stirring speech at the Golden Globes, were you like, "Oh, I bet he's nutting in heaven right now"? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Wish. If I had watched, then probably, but I would have kept that to myself because I already tweeted about it. I was mostly just flattered that I would come up with something that someone I think is so funny and admires so much would think to tweet out as well. And listen, I am so flattered that we had that parallel thinking. I think you're so funny. A couple of scumbags couple of heartless souls just a couple of scams scampy little scumbags on the good christian fun podcast disrespect the scams hey i'll meet you in wakanda okay yeah oh yeah absolutely oh i'll see you there yeah a lot of people did um a lot of people did respond with earnestly um, uh well a lot of people were real earnest Mm -hmm. um and they were like, you have to stop tweeting cringy shit like this, <laughs> which they didn't understand. Right. But um, but I also got, you know, who immediately texted me was Demi. He immediately oh, texted yes. me <laughs> and he was so thrilled. No, it was it Just, was a great moment. It was the reason it was, like oh, it's moments like guys. this that make social media Approval. worth it. I don't care how many social dilemma documentaries <laughs> come out. I don't care how much mar- money Mark Zuckerberg yeah, exactly. and Jack have for moments like that, that was RBG and Chadwick hugging. It makes exactly. all of the social media well, problems worth it. The whole online community got to meet at a graveyard and just dance on the graves together, <laughs> just you know, and that's what made it beautiful. Exactly, same movement. Exactly, a flash mob on the graves, farting a graveyard on the flash mob. You know, and we don't talk about that enough. How trending topics <laughs> on Twitter are are like textual flash mobs on the internet that we get. <laughs> they to really are. That's actually a beautiful way to put it. Yeah, mm. I love it. Yeah, that is. I mean, it's a congregation. Congregation. Oh, we're talking about church. We're talking about a church. We're talking about religion. Hey, I came. I came prepared. Uh, Well, we would love to hear how prepared you really are for the afterlife right now, and talk about your religious upbringing and what it was. Okay, my religious upbringing was not very. It was more cultural than it was religious. So Mm -hmm. I'm Hindu. My family is Hindu, and and we didn't there wasn't as much of like the real religious sort of like uh uh, like teaching us the sanskrit prayers and things like that as it was like oh this is a religious holiday a bunch of people are gonna come over and we're all gonna eat and then you're gonna sing for them and then (laughs) other other children will sing and dance for our pleasure and then they'll all go away and then they'll scatter So it's more just a schedule than I. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was really just a schedule. Itinerary. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my religious upbringing. Was mm-hmm. <laughs> just an itinerary. Um, but I remember I actually have like quite a chilling memory of uh, my religious upbringing, which was that I was. So my mom like did all of the uh, prayer ceremonies and stuff like that. So we had a room. Um, 
in our house that had like, you know, a lot of our cultural artifacts. So we had um, these like little idols of our um, like deities. Um, And so my mom would, you know, like every holiday or whatever, because it would sort of be like, like the way that they were celebrated was sort of like, like the feast of and then some saint or something like that um except all of these figures are there's no like evidence that they were real um (laughs) because some of them are like you know a person with an elephant's head um but you know we don't have a lot of proof for christ either you know so anything could happen (laughs) by the way side note i feel like every every like few months they come out with some kind of image where they're like we've we've oh, made yeah, this yeah, computer yeah. generated Christ and like every time it inches closer and closer to just being Oscar Isaac <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know they can't help but make him just a little handsome every time yeah you know? it's like, exactly oh, I see what you guys are doing there <laughs> yeah didn't exactly the, I mean Oscar Isaac himself that connection he was in a Christian punk band I believe for real oh, yeah. was he That's right. he was oh, yes. band or something yeah yes we'll have to do more research on this so every wow. time you watch we'll an Oscar Isaac movie it's actually a Christian movie Ex Machina <laughs> yeah. Christian Looks movie like Jesus. Inside yeah. Llewellyn Davis Llewellyn. Christian movie yeah yeah Moon Knight on Disney Plus Christian TV <laughs> show coming out Star Wars obviously obviously yeah. yes <laughs> obviously but um anyway so I was like it, there was like one of these that we were doing and I was like in middle school and I was like angsty and like questioning everything and I asked my mom I was like God isn't real though right and my <laughs> I like asked it as she was doing these prayers and then after she was done she was like I don't know I mean I don't really think so <laughs> I was like what like, hey. <laughs> and then she was like and then she was like no it's more of like the tradition thing yeah we just I just do it because my grandpa did it um but yeah God isn't real how old were you at the time when you when you asked that question <laughs> I was like I was like 11 I was like you don't believe in this do you and she was like no yeah, I love that you were gearing up for like a fight, you know, like me and yeah, my mom. I, I, you know, I'm really going to really separate myself from her right now. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to come into my own. <laughs> I love Did that. Did you grow up with any like any worries or fears about like the afterlife and like, oh, if I don't believe this, then maybe I won't end up in a good place or something like that? You know what I grew up with was diagnosed OCD. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I find is actually quite similar because that it's like a thing that I really thought of myself for um for a very long time when I was a kid like, "Oh, I'm so superstitious." But oh, yeah. really it was like obsessive repetitive actions <laughs> that I would think I would I would be like if I don't do this I'm going to hell or like I'm or my parents are gonna die or something it would be like touching doorknobs so I was like (laughs) so it was like that kind of thing that I mentally tied into my religion does that make sense I feel like oh totally yeah I feel like a common experience too for people's like even just like mental illness or diagnoses or whatever to like merge into the faith and a lot of the time depending on the church you're in like they won't disagree with you either you know yeah yeah you should pray to be saved like all the time or like do these things you know to like show your dedication to god you know they're not like picking up the fact that it's obsessive it could totally (laughs) like bloom into a really big thing or or, like another one is um sometimes people with bipolar disorder also have like delusions of grandeur and feel like they're a prophet from god and, and things like that can happen as well and 
you know, not every church obviously is trained in mental health. So it happens a lot. Well, yeah. because you want good disciplined children to be afraid first and foremost, especially when <laughs> exactly. they grew up. Exactly. It was good. Uh, it's, it's helpful. It's it is though. a fear-based thing. Yes. Of yeah. course. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't really, I mean, I honestly didn't really grow up thinking that much about like heaven or hell um, just because, like, we didn't grow up, like, those things weren't really taught to us, like, those sort of uh, bigger, uh, like, concepts mm-hmm. behind religion weren't really taught to us. And it was really more like my parents would just, like, read us picture books of mythology. Mm. And that was kind of the extent of our, like, religious upbringing. My dad is, so my dad is kind of spiritual, but he's, like, he grew up actually he went to boarding school at um a a hindu monastery um uh, in in, like this sect of hinduism called ram krishna um i think that's what it is i don't know so he like as a result of that he like is very like meditative like he meditates a lot he like really like he values a lot of like that aspect of it like a lot of the sort of yeah a lot of like the uh abstract spirituality yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) well that's where they came up with it they were like we've got to come up with the headspace app and everyone was like what the hell is an app and your dad was like uh i got something to say yeah in this old noggin yeah exactly which is what what makes me the richest person in the world now (laughs) my dad invented the iphone in the 70s isn't that cool how about it can come from anywhere and that's it can we, come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. And Steve Jobs would always say that. That was his little sign off at all those Stole events. He'd, he'd be like, and remember, kids, it can come from anywhere. And then he'd tap dance exactly. off the stage. Even your dad. Yeah. Yeah. He inspired so many generations to invent the iPhone. <laughs> Every generation has its iPhone. Greta Gerwig said, write your movie. Your dad said, invent your iPhone. Invent your iPhone. Invent your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> and it... Yeah, and it looks stunningly close to his. <laughs> yes. So did he encourage you towards any sort of spiritual practices at all? Or that that was that just totally his own thing? Oh, it was... We ended up having... Like, I was a very anxious kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, like... Both my parents made me do, like, a lot of, like, breathing exercises and mm-hmm. yoga and stuff like that. Um, it would be a while before they were like, yeah, therapist sounds good. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But still, and then the therapist is like, "Do meditation and yoga." Therapy, yeah, the, the final boss of dealing with anxiety. Yeah, exactly. The therapist is like, "Have you heard of the Headspace app?" Because <laughs> <laughs> your dad, your yeah, your dad invented it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> so it feels like it was sort of irreligious in a way, even though like the practices existed, and kind of. Uh, I mean, how do, how do you see yourself now on the spectrum? Would you say atheist? Would you say agnostic? irrelevant you know i don't think about it very often i will say that i do you know what's interesting is that i treat a lot of it as meditation now so a lot of it is just tied for me to like 
mindfulness and like and uh, transcendental meditation i don't know if either of you have ever practiced david lynch's did somebody um, say transcendental meditation <laughs> hi it's me david lynch zoom bombing the podcast you know who else likes that is jerry seinfeld hey, yeah jerry I'm seinfeld TM- well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i've been okay I've been TMing what? for 17 years which incidentally <laughs> is my favorite number in age uh, we gotta get Lauren Michaels on here. I mean, Do you I were meditate? doing hey, it's some me, story. Lauren Michaels. You were doing some impressions that he's got to see. <laughs> Show me this the is meditation. Kevin's audition. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is your audition. Did you know SNL is accepting Zoom recorded podcasts as audition tapes now? <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, that's so convenient for you it's progressive i know well and if you listen to the last five episodes of this show it will become apparent that that (laughs) (laughs) caroline has these kind of flimsy segues i tell her to do and i'm like hi i'm the mask somebody stop me over here yeah exactly i've never been more relevant than 2021 wear me obviously (laughs) <laughs> Caroline, yeah, so- what's it like constantly having to introduce characters? Oh, it's a it's a treasure, it's a treat, it's delight, you know, it's always a surprise. And, you know, whatever I can do to support my my friend getting onto that sketch comedy show, that uh, I'll every- do it. You know, like, he loves it. He's always supported it. He's always been a vocal advocate for it. Uh, he says it gets better with time. And Gets so better I just with hope time. to see him on By the way, and, and Caroline is saying that sketch comedy show, we're not being specific. It could be SNL. It could be Studio 60. I'll, se- I'll settle for Studio <laughs> it 60. Studio. <laughs> it could be Weekend Tonight from Don't Think Weekend Twice. Tonight. Is that what it is? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably somebody like that. Yeah. Weekend Tonight. Could be Mad TV. Mm, yes. All that. Yes, we're mm. going to reboot Mad TV again, again. We're going to yes. reboot all that all again. That. I love that. Fun. But you were transcendentally meditating before uh, David oh, Lynch yes. just barged in here. Yeah. <laughs> David, get out of here. <laughs> okay. It's bye. my podcast now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I kind of like use it as meditation. But I will say that like um, I I understand where my mom is coming from more so these days um, where I'm like, yeah, this isn't really connected to like a strong belief in a higher power but there is something nice about like the tradition of it and like keeping the cultural tradition of it alive yeah especially when you're in america especially when you're not around it ever it's like nice to sort of it's it's nice to sort of have that like you know in the icu still just going <laughs> yeah yeah and like that connection to you know generations back that you feel probably yeah. too of like oh yeah this is like my family has been doing this and like i know these people too yeah so that's what i mean when i say it's really more about like the culture around it yeah. than the actual sort of like strict belief in god or like scripture or anything like that I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I wonder if evangelical Christians are like that, but I don't think they are in some way. I think there are some people that are like culturally, you know, Christian and like they will celebrate Easter and do a bunny hunt and do like Christmas or whatever, but not like think and meditate every day on like the word of Christ, you know, and like how it affects their lives. But, But most people that do that, they're, it's like 
you're not proud about it. You know, you wouldn't say that because if you're <laughs> yeah. like really a Christian, you know, you would be like oh, so dedicated. You wouldn't say I'm really protective of the bunny hut. It's like a real right. important <laughs> yeah. kind of ritual for my people. And I feel like it's important for me to honor the people that came yeah. before who hunted bunnies and went to Christian services. <laughs> yeah. like, He's yeah. like, anytime, anytime you hide something, it's appropriating bunny culture. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And that hurts us. I, I do think it would be different though if like, you know, I lived in another country and my whole family had moved yeah. for a long time you know I think I would, feel, I would feel a lot more like we need to do Christmas you know we need to really do it yeah I'm not gonna see it anywhere else I'm not like steeped in it the way I would be in America or whatever exactly do you think it's analogous like for for Christians to be in another country Caroline because I feel like I don't know it still feels like the most dominant <laughs> oppressive religion in the world in a way so I don't know if I would feel that protected. It just depends on what country you're in. I guess so. You know, like if I was in yeah. the UK, maybe not so much, you know, but I, if I was living in like mainland China or something like that, I think it would feel different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so much for sharing your story, Brothy. It was so good getting to know that. Do you talk about this spooky. often? I can't tell if this is like, because uh, sometimes we, we have people on the show and they say, I never talk about this. I've never thought about this in my life. <laughs> Or wow. just like and in so a long time really, or whatever. I, I just really want to know if we're unlocking something in you. We crack open. We want the scoop. Yeah. This, this <laughs> podcast is an arc towards catharsis. And, and we're yes. at the end of act one right now. And, yes. we, and we need to get there. <laughs> we need to get there. Um, I don't, I don't talk about it that often just because it doesn't come up. Or is it because I keep it a secret? And you guys have unlocked something. Ooh, and I'll let interesting. the listener decide. The okay. distinction between secrets and privacy. That wow. is interesting. All and right. Well, we all have to share a secret now. Because oh my God. that's the agreement. Okay. Caroline, share a secret. My, my crazy secret uh, is that sometimes we go a month without washing bed sheets. And uh, I, I fart in my bed a lot. Okay. Yeah. No. Hey, and thanks for sharing that. And I'm glad that thank you, Brothy and I could be safe enough for you to share that in this context. And, and just this know that you're not judged. Space. You are loved, no matter what, no matter how long oh it's gosh. been since you washed. You your are sheets. valued. Yeah. <laughs> we respect you. We honor this you. This is legit. Really touching. Because <laughs> it's also a true us. Uh, <laughs> What's happened um, here is that we have all shared some vulnerability, right? Yeah. Well, Kevin's about wow. to. And then we found acceptance, too. It was really yes. nice. Right, but we're a little funnier about it. So we're like the Brene Clowns, as we said before on the podcast. Wow. Isn't that sweet? Ooh, that's a good drag name. Brene Clowns. Yeah. Speaking of, I when I was listening to the song today, I was like, oh, Amy Grunt. That's my drag name. Amy Grunt. <laughs> Amy Grant. <laughs> okay. I like that. That's great. Or Pay Me Grant. That could be a good one. Pay Me, pay me Grant. Grant. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also Flamey Grant. Oh, that's Grant like. That is a drag queen. Flamey Grant. Who uh, is great. Okay. My secret that I've never oh, shared. Yeah. yeah. Is that someone I used to work for, one time I had their email account and I logged into it and read their emails, which was <gasps> an invasion Ooh. of privacy. Uh, and when I say one right. time, Thank it, you it for might sharing. have been more than one time. <laughs> uh, I have Thank done you that for sharing. Well. Hey, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for yeah, receiving hey, that's, that too. That makes sense. And, you know, we're all nosy, truly. 
Yes, we are. I don't believe anyone that says that they wouldn't do that. I just have my mom's email logged in on my computer at all times. But I will say that that's more that's more for like to pre-answer like the question. Yeah, yes. that's more like to to anticipate answers to questions that she will have. That's oh helpful. no, like you see a Google alert come through on her inbox about you yeah. and you're like, "Hey mom, just want to let you know I'm okay." Exactly. I'm not today. Chadwick Boseman <laughs> is dead, though, and um, it's all exactly. good. Exactly. Apropos of nothing, Mom, uh, just checking in, but in case you ever happen to need to reset your router, I was thinking about it, and I think this might be the right code. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's or wonderful. like, you know, there are other folders. That's where coupons might be. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're going to Michael's tomorrow. Mars needs moms, and we need our <laughs> yeah. mommies, too. I'm kind, of, um, I'm kind of a helicopter child in that way. <laughs> Dang! Now I want to log into my mom's email. I feel like I could curb some uh, some information that she's getting. Listener, this is, this is going to be the GCF challenge for this week. Hack your mommies. Hack their <laughs> email accounts. Email. Not to mommies snoop and email. spy, but to serve and honor them even yes. better. Preemptively. Respect. We call it a preemptive strike, as uh, <laughs> yes. old GWB once taught us how to do. Hack mommy. Hack. Everybody hack mommy. Hashtag hack mommy. Hashtag hack mommy. That's a hashtag for the podcast this week. Brokey, thank you for sharing your story. Let's take a yes, quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I remember the first movie I saw alone in a theater was Syriana. Do you guys know this movie at all? 
No. It's a George Clooney movie he won the Oscar for because he gained 30 pounds. Yeah, you got to give him the Oscar there. <laughs> it's like, look they what I did. They sacrificed for like, George oh, to do that. Yeah, I no, was so sorry. Yeah, okay, like we got it. That was your first movie alone, Kevin? I think either that or Rent. Actually, it might have been Rent. Uh, I think it was Rent. So good. (laughs) I've got to go see Syriana because I'm Syriana about movies. (laughs) That's exactly why he said to just. And I logged in on my little document that I kept on my computer. I was like, Syriana saw November 16th, 2005. Citizen Kane, check. (laughs) Syriana, check. (laughs) Enough said. Check. (laughs) Moulin Rouge, check. Check four times in theaters. Yeah. Chicago. Go check Lerma. four times in theaters, baby. Wow. Baz, Baz is coming back big with that Elvis Presley nonsense. Baz like, boys, bad Baz boys. What, what you, gonna you gonna do? do? What you gonna do? I'm gonna with sing the and dance for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, how fun. Well, we should get back into this and keep yes. the same playful energy. Keep the, I love it. Okay, let's do we'll it. Keep the laughs coming. The giggles, the hee-hees, the ho-hos. Okay, let's do it. Uh, welcome back to Good Christian. No, I'm going to take that again. Sorry, because I did uh, I did uh, welcome back to Good Christian fun. I can't believe we're not going to put any of that in the pod. That was that was my best stuff. <laughs> okay, now we have to put all of it in the pod. Damn Rihanna it. about movies? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. Welcome back <laughs> to transition. Good Christian fun. It's time to <laughs> do another edition of Singles Ministry. It's Singles Ministry. Caroline, were you yawning or screaming just then? Because you covered your mouth. Screaming. You're screaming? That's cool. (laughs) Uh, This is the part of the show where we talk about one single Christian song, and we talk about we give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down in the form of a holy toaster roast. Brothy, do you have any experience with religious pop culture, Christian pop culture at all? Do you know any of the movies or the music or the entertainment at all? Um, I know of Kirk Cameron. Ooh. Right. Our our champion, our new champion. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I know of his sort of uh career trajectory. Right. I have seen um I saw one Christian movie forever ago and i forget what it was and i forget everything about it but um, but do you guys want to go into yeah <laughs> but no. Feeling, no, i, think I didn't forget the with. feeling yeah i didn't forget <laughs> the feeling and i remember it was like like it's never a good idea i feel like to start a movie at 2 30 p.m mm. um and it, it just because you end it at a weird time it's not it's not time for dinner yet. Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to, but it's not, you know, long enough away from it that you can really do something else. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that's the time that I saw a Christian movie <laughs> that I forget that. everything about. <laughs> uh, we appreciate your vulnerability. Yeah. Once On again. God's time. So Christian rock, maybe not an area of, of interest or knowledge for you. Have you heard, Have you heard of, of Amy of- Grant before? I was just about to say, I have the same thing. I have heard of Amy Grant. Okay. Yes. And just to recap, Caroline, who is Amy Grant? Oh, God. (laughs) Since 1979, Mm -hmm. Amy Grant has been a forerunner in the movement for uh, Christian pop music in the contemporary Christian 
music industry. She has such his hits as Fat Little Baby, uh, Tennessee Just Fat Baby, Christmas. No <laughs> <laughs> um, and she, most importantly, is the queen of our hearts. You may know her from the song Baby Baby. That's probably her most famous one. Which sounds like a nice day on the boardwalk. Uh, <laughs> and she is still a recording artist. She has a new single out that she collabed with someone. I don't know. And she, I think she was going to go on tour because Heart in Motion, her biggest album, just had its 30th anniversary. Wow. And she just did a... a performance on good morning america the other day a couple of weeks ago oh, as we we're recording wow. it. Watch that. this and uh it is her <laughs> in a studio with a lot of people which i think with some of this stuff it's just you know what it's over it's just over some people like the tiny desk stuff where you see artists where it's like oh there's like 12 people there okay yeah. it's over it's over for you yeah I'm, i did not <laughs> understand that it could be now. over uh-huh. i would like for it to be over but you can just choose <laughs> mm-hmm. if you want to I think now she's also transitioned into kind of like the queen of Christmas. So she's got a lot of Christmas music and she does a lot of Christmas concerts. And I think that's like been her sweet spot for a little while. Yeah. Four Christmas albums to her name. But she started young. She was a young child. She was a little baby herself when she started. This song and this album we're talking about where the song comes from, she was 19 years old when she recorded this, which I do think is helpful context. She was Very a, much. She was a child. She was a little kid. And the song we're talking about is a song called Giggle. We all listened to Giggle before coming on here today, yes. right? We, we did oh, our, yeah. our private listening session. Okay. Well, then I think it would be just for the benefit of the listener who may not know, this is not one of her hits. This is not one of her greatest songs even, but it does exist and it does bear worth talking about. It does bear worth talking about. It does bear worth talking about, mm-hmm. uh, and bears aren't real. Bears aren't real. Bears aren't real. No, <laughs> no they are not. Wait, they're not? I have something <gasps> to say about that. Ooh, Kevin, what if you found out Paddington was a man in a costume this whole time? Don't, yeah, what would you do? Caroline, you for real, to- I'm going to have to cut this out of the pocket. We can't joke about that. We, we can't joke about that. He was eating a sandwich, but the snout opened up to a human mouth. It's like not even funny. Marmalade. Okay, you keep saying it's just more stuff I have to cut out. It's too far. Okay, yeah, I'll stop giving you more work. Okay, so here's the song Giggle by Amy Grant. (laughs) Giggle, giggle if you want to, but I know it's still true that he's always gonna love me, so just laugh out. I'm uncool Playing the part of the fool Cause I love you Don't you know how I love you Oh, I do okay, just six more minutes When I see somebody crying Some person who's real mean I wanna quickly walk right by Okay, that's a good stopping point. That's Giggle by Amy Grant. There's another version. Fantastic. 
Mm-hmm. This was a listener submission, by the way. The the listener's name I do not have handy on me. But you know what? This is, you found this. this is how it works in the kingdom of God. Our treasures and reward are not on earth. They're in heaven. So when you get to podcast heaven, when you die, you will be thanked on whatever podcast you're listening to there. Yeah. Thank you for your contribution. Dear listener, thank you for your <laughs> service. You won't yeah. be thanked by us. If you're a good if you're a good listener in podcast heaven, you will get a shout out. <laughs> and in podcast heaven, all the Patreons you're subscribed to are free. <laughs> They're all free. Shout they out. pay you to listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Reading shout outs from heaven. I just got two thousand dollars on my bank account from lecture hall. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Giggle. Hmm. Giggle, giggle, giggle. Giggle shouldn't giggle. be the centerpiece of this song, but it is. Giggle mm. should not? No, oh, I don't know. Why is giggle, you know, why is it, why you title it giggling? Why is it all about the giggles? Um, I guess. I like this rhythm you're getting into. Being laughed at, you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. painful in a way. It's a it central metaphor. Everything. Yeah, giggle, giggle true. if you want to, but I know it's still true that he's, that's a capital H, he's always going to love me. So just laugh at it. If you think I'm uncool, playing the part of the fool. So it's basically... Can I say... Yes, no, please, go ahead and speak. I was just going to say that as after I listened to it, I pulled up the lyrics and I thought, wow, this is so smart <laughs> because this he, until I pulled up the lyrics, could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we see Brothy's locked into one of the fundamental tenets of Christian contemporary songwriting is that the he could be anyone until you realize at the end it is God. And in, by God, we do mean the Lord Jesus Christ. Boyfriend or Jesus. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> or Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah, we should start referring to it as that. It could be Oscar Isaac or Jesus. Or no, boyfriend or Oscar Isaac. Or no, it's Oscar Isaac or Oscar Isaac. It could be Oscar yeah. or Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Oscar <laughs> if you're dating him. Gosh. Isaac if he's our Lord. Out of respect, yes. by his last first name. name basis. Man, yes. that would have changed everything if I had all this time imagined Oscar Isaac rather than the strange white man in my head who's vaguely threatening. You wouldn't be too horny to pray? Uh, no, I'd be praying. <laughs> THTP? A lot, if you know okay. what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the prayers would get more intense, they'd be more concentrated. So basically, the song is saying haters gonna hate or giggle. Yeah. Hey, haters are gonna giggle. And I think. You know, for us in our adult lives, we have found that to be true. That haters are going to giggle at us and they will laugh at you sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. they'll laugh in your face. Sometimes they'll laugh <laughs> behind your back. Sometimes they'll laugh at you in the comments section. Sometimes in the DMs. And that's just something we have to deal with. And especially if you're standing up for what you believe as mm. a professed, outspoken, loud Christian. And yeah, so, and if... People are laughing at you because you want to hug a mean, stinky person real tight. That's that hurts. It's hard. And it's hard. It's hard Caroline? to get giggled at. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it, and I was thinking, like, oh yeah, she was nineteen. Like the context for this is maybe like high school, which was a couple years ago. And then I was thinking, like, man, when's the last time that I felt like like being cool was really important? to me you know or like I was worried about the in group or the out group because once you're an adult for long enough like you just have your friends you know and you're not super worried about like wait what the social hierarchies wait, you're of not like worried the about group this? that you're entering in this you know wait, <laughs> about are you being worried cool. about this brother? no I, I left it alone am I alone here <laughs> <laughs> but then I remember 
heard, oh, the last time I was worried about that was at a Senespia movie screening. I did not feel cool there, and I wanted to. Wait, which one? What was the movie? Uh, it was a drive-in for Sister Act 2. Oh, so literally a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this is a very recent experience. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. And, you know, that's one thing the pandemic has taken away from us, too, is the opportunity to be in a situation in which we do get giggled at and laughed at. Yeah. Yes. A little bit. Yes. And we miss mm. that. We mourn that. We mourn that. We mourn um, b- being put in our places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. because humiliation brings humility, as Brene Brown would exactly. say. Doesn't it sound like something she would say? <laughs> Brene Clown. Maybe. Yeah, Brene Clown would say that. <laughs> 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 and uh, yes, we talk about that that verse. When I see someone, somebody crying, some person who's real mean, I want to quickly walk right by him. But I'll stop for you, dear Lord. But must I hug him real tight now? He smells so bad, I'll faint. What will my friends think if I kill my pride? I can't. I can't. I can't. (laughs) You know, it kind of undoes the like act of kindness and generosity when you call him stinky in your song as well. Yeah. (laughs) I will say it's like it it reminds me of that uh, that tweet from our former president donald j trump mm-hmm. <laughs> wherein he says uh something along the lines of like why would kim jong-un say that i was like a certain way when i've never called him like fat and stupid <laughs> oh well i thought we would be friends i i really butchered it but it was like oh, no. the it was the m- meanest sort of teenage kid thing to say mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and you're saying that you see kim jong-un in this person that amy grant has to hug <laughs> that's a 19 year old saying girl. when you yes. heard the song you're imagining a 19 year old girl hugging talking about kim jong-un oh, yes exactly <laughs> okay and see oh here's the tweet here's the tweet it was why would tweet. kim I found the tweet. Why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old when I would never call him short and fat? Oh, well, I try so hard to be his friend. And maybe someday that will happen. I try like, so hard to be Like, you don't have to call friend. him stinky. You don't have to call him stinky. What if he's listening to this song? Oh, yeah. well, I tried so hard to be his friend is actually plagiarism from a comment I got on my live journal in 2005 in high school. <laughs> 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 Gotta kiss him vibe. Yeah, so he's a plagiarist too. Yeah. What is this supposed to be the situation? Is just is this a stranger? Is this an unhoused person? Is this a guy that she sees often? Oh, oh maybe. That's a good question. Well, it, it seems to be a lot like set at school. And like her mm-hmm. friends would have to be there to laugh at her. So um When you hear this music, do you think school? <laughs> oh boy, I got all like, my books, my binders, classes, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when Kevin and I write songs on second service is how they sound basically. Who can't help it? It's our natural it's like, mode. It's like that is the music that inspired the creation of the carnival. <laughs> It is not the other way around. Yeah. It all comes back to the circus. There's no music video that exists for this song, but if there was one, you can imagine Amy Grant putting on her little flapper dress 
her little bob wig and doing her best Velma Kelly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Velma. Ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Sounds like novelty. You do hear a little xylophone and you hear a little and this yes. is this is her. She she has sole songwriting credit on this song. So this is, this all Amy is right here. fully Amy her Ridge. creation. From the twisted <laughs> mind of Amy <laughs> comes Giggle. Yeah, it's very much like a kid's song. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels very much written for kids. Yeah. Also, there's a little bit of uh, culture wars toward the end here. Yeah. I okay. know. I was so going to say, it gets we'll, heavy. We'll read mm-hmm. that. Wait, I'll just play the verse. I don't need to read it. Amy's going to sing it better than I could ever read it. Let me play so it. So true. Situation. Sitting in a class at school. Everybody's talking evolution. No one talks of you. My hand goes up. I don't want to be too pushy. But there is such a joy they're missing saying God is dead. There's such a joy they're missing when they say God is dead. They're talking about evolution. So at 19 years old, Amy Grant was like, fuck. The biggest <laughs> problem at school is people talking about evolution and I have to do something about it. I have to speak up. And I hope yeah. that one day Kevin Sorbo will star in a film about this very topic and, and turn this sentence around. You know, and it's like how pastors talk about uh, the Bible. Some could say it's literally a bunch of disconnected books that then got randomly pushed together and mushed together and is written by a bunch of guys. And there's a bunch of inaccuracies and a bunch of inconsistencies. And you should definitely question the accuracy and the validity of it. But actually, no, it's one story start to finish it's one narrative in the same way christian culture is one story and one narrative we see in this song and here in 1979 amy grant saying <laughs> they're saying god is dead and then we hear the answer to the question posed in this song in the 2000s in the film trilogy god's not dead one two and three and of course the newsboys song god's not dead it's one story the whole time. <laughs> it is. Wow. And Christian and music. I don't know, if there's any other proof of God, like, I don't know what it would be. What because, would it be? like, the fact that all these people, they didn't meet each other, you know, and they all came to the same conclusion. Yeah. They weren't in the room. This was yeah. just inspired divinely, you could is say. Is that a coincidence? No. Mm. <laughs> it, was di- it was divinely inspired, but it was inspired by the drag performer Divine. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that at 19, she's like, biggest problem in this world right now is that schools are teaching evolution. Mm-hmm. And it all starts there. I did, yeah. Um, she, she was 19 in the year 1979. So at the start of the Iranian revolution. <laughs> wow, yeah. This is also, I mean, this is time to, I don't know, someone could correct me on the history of this, but like when private Christian education like really became a lot bigger was like the 70s into the 80s and like big, you know, hence Kevin and I existing um, and being like this, like I feel like it was all leading into that or like homeschooling and like it was because evolution was starting to be taught in schools or like because they were trying to have a pluralistic religious experiment experience at a public school. You can't pray to God in, in the classroom anymore or things like that. And that disrupts like the Christian idea that this nation is like fundamentally Christian. Yeah. And so even our public spheres like belong to Christianity. And if you don't mention that you're actually repressing me, you know, or like persecuting. 
Yeah, it's like, I mean, the country is supposed to be like a missionary state. Yeah, it's like, I think ideally for a lot of evangelicals, it would be a theocracy and that would like work just yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. And we see a vulnerable young child, Amy, nursing the wounds <laughs> that she got from the culture war, from the Scopes monkey trial. <laughs> yeah. And that that <laughs> battle like, lost on the, the front lines. The, and yeah, <laughs> the pain, the bullying. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I love him. Don't you know how I love him? Well, I do. <laughs> That's how this song is. <laughs> it kind of peters out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> she gets like really worked up about evolution and then it kind of takes it all. Loses takes all the. the yeah. I would yeah. kind of takes all the fuel out. <laughs> I would love if Brothy, after this podcast, because. She's not going to listen to more Christian music after this. I hope for the rest of your life, when you hear the phrase Christian music, you just hear this song in your head. A hundred percent. This is our best stuff, too. This I would is be the lying. the crop. <laughs> this is our favorite. I would be lying if I didn't say that I'm going to listen to it again after. <laughs> what a delight. Damn. If you don't listen to the words, what a goddamn delight. <laughs> Uh, Brothy, you know, who really wow. loves this is Kirk Cameron. Uh, sweeten in the deal? Yeah, it's really they get more appealing. A celeb okay, endorsement. <laughs> a celeb endorsement. <laughs> He's not still doing the rallies. What happened? Is he taking no. the vaccine? I need to look him up. You know, I mean, he probably already got move. it. Right. Kobe? Oh, yeah, probably. COVID oh, I mean the, the vaccine. vaccine. Oh, vaccine? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think he's like trying to get a group of people to not do it. And then I think that he's just going to like kind of secretly do it. Secretly. Someone, yes. So, Brothy, write the screenplay. Uh, the head of the anti-vax movement is uh, secretly getting vaccinated and then it's revealed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm Wouldn't writing be- it, but it's going to be a rom-com. Oh, and, and the romance is between be the anti-vaxxers and science, and they hate each other yes, at the beginning. Yes, exactly, exactly. And the anti-vaxxers are trying to put the hospital, the little hospital around the corner out of business. No. Exactly. The but local then, essential oil uh, monger, you know, is being driven out of town. <laughs> the healer. <laughs> the apothecary. Yes. <laughs> the local apothecary is being driven out of town. The, yes. Netflix. Um, anti-vax rom-com. If I don't see that as a turnstile <laughs> on the app in, in the next 18 months, I'm canceling my sub. It's such a perfect one because, you know they can't kiss the whole movie because then one of them will get sick. But then like when they do kiss, that's going to be a big, big moment. That's yeah. So cool. Hey, Very you know, cool. th- we're recording this in advance uh, a little bit from when this comes out. We got a little ahead of the recording schedule. Maybe by the time this episode releases, we'll have been jabbed up. Maybe we'll be Johnson Just, and Johnson yeah. flown in our veins, a little Moderna. In our bods, yeah. maybe a little Pfizer. And according to my family, we'll also be sterilized. So I hope you don't want kids because this is a qu- free way to this ensure a- that. <laughs> wow. I mean, that is. Oh, wow. That's a yeah. huge deal, Caroline, for you. Like you're you're making a lot of decisions with that in that moment. Yeah, I know. It's like, do I want to be comfortable now or do I want to be surrounded? A by baby ever. Someday? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and I'm being <laughs> yeah. selfish. I'm choosing me. <laughs> you're choosing you you're choosing mm-hmm. you're choosing life i'm choosing life i'm choosing my life hey yeah and with that no. choice we are pro 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, that I'm pro. pro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually pro life to get sterilized by the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> New drop. <Yeah. laughs> oh, boy. Well, I, I mean, is there any more to giggle? I feel like we could keep plumbing the depths. I took. 17 pages of notes. We don't have to <laughs> yeah. get to all of them. But yeah, let's get to all of them. Okay. Well, by 17 pages of notes, I meant uh, four bullet points. Haters gonna hate. God's not dead prequel. Christian music. Homelessness question mark. Okay. I think we're good. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. Kevin, thank you. No, I think that covered all of it. Thank you for I your think research. We did, it. <laughs> we did it, Joe. Okay. Time for roaster toast. The way this works, we give it a thumbs up. Thumbs down. Holy yes. toast. We send this song in Amy Grant all the way to heaven. heaven or holy roast. We send it the other place. We send it downstairs. We send to it. Heaven. Or you know what? If we're not sure, if we can't make a decision, if we're a little flip floppy like uh, a certain head of the CDC, then we can put it in purgatory a la the space between. And we'll start, as per usual, with Caroline. Um, this song belongs in the roast category. It's what it deserves. But here's the thing. It's written by Amy Grant, and I have no choice but to toast because Whoa! I can support her. Whoa. Uh, uh, as upset. Kim Kardashian once said, I will ride for my man, and my man in this case is Amy Grant. <laughs> this is, man, and we're seeing right now a microcosm of what so many Republican congressmen and senators had to go through when they're like, fuck, do we condemn the guy who exactly. kind of killed all these like, people with the Capitol insurrection? Oh, but he is my guy. But yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Congress has a strict ride or die policy <laughs> always ride for my man in congress you swear on the bible <laughs> i feel like my empathy expanded in this episode just yeah. from that moment alone <laughs> i kind of get politics now yeah <laughs> wow it's really simple okay well thank you thank you for voting your conscience caroline we You're turn welcome. it to brothy for her vote uh, two thumbs toast wow. <laughs> for this song Yay. I mean, it's a hit. We've got a hit on our hands. It's a giggle. <laughs> wow. And uh, okay, now it's time for me to put in my two cents. Amy Grant. Amy, Amy, Amy. You know, mm. I think of watching not too long ago the documentary Framing Britney Spears and the way we talk about young pop artists and the way that we are unfair in the media. And we are the media. We're a podcast to young women in entertainment, either by infantilizing them, sexualizing them, doing both at the same time, but depriving them of their voice. In this song, Amy Grant, singing with her own voice, pre-autotune, so it's all her baby. She spoke her piece, she spoke her truth. Did mm. I like it? No. Did I agree with it? No. Mm. Did I enjoy it at all? No. <laughs> Did, were my toes a tap into the Valma Kelly core at the beginning? Little uh, Chicago cosplay? A little bit. But because of this new cultural revolution, this sea change we're in the middle of, I got to toast it. 10 out of 10. No yeah. notes. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Amy, 19-year-old Amy. we for giggle. We're going <laughs> all the way to heaven with giggle. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
you know, we're we're part of the comedy community, and if there's a song called Giggle, you know, you have to support it. It's your life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's a exactly. bias. Your currency. Kind of the there's a bias here. We're very <laughs> pro Giggle. <laughs> yeah, we should have had Elizabeth Banks on this show alongside Brothy, so she could say hello yeah. to this song. Why? Because of her website, Hello Giggle. <laughs> Oh. oh, no, 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 that's a Zoe Deschanel. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Only real cool girls know. I am so wow. sorry wow. for mixing those two up. Elizabeth Banks. Why did I think that was Elizabeth Banks? <laughs> Hello, Giggles. No. I so thought it was her. Wow. Man, I'm thinking, you know what? No, I'm thinking of the Charlie's Angels remake. That's You're my thinking bad. of Banks of America. Yes, because You're they were sponsoring <laughs> the website. Or other websites. Yes. Uh-huh. That's my bad. <laughs> Okay, listeners, you know what to do. Go to at Christian Fun Pod. You have to get out there. You have to vote your conscience. If we see anything less than a 100% victory for this I song, swear to God. we're canceling the podcast. Get out there at yes. Christian Fun Pod. Kill Pokemon, you. go to the polls. <laughs> do it for Hillary. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, who it was announced today, will be played by Edie Falco in American yes. Crime Story. Crime story. Oh, uh, sounds like my mom will have to sign up for whatever streaming service that is <laughs> so she can watch it. Well, the crime a, family, Clintons. It's about the crimes done against Monica because it's Beanie Feldstein as Monica, Edie Falco as Hillary Clinton, and Clive Owen as Bill. Clive Who's Owen that? as oh, Bill Clinton, which I cannot yet see. I feel like he's, you know, uh, this man's face, try as I can, I can never remember it. So you could just add a wig and any makeup to him. He, he would look totally like Bill. Oh, yeah. This is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I come around. This is going to work. <laughs> this is going to work. How this is going to happen. Yeah, this is going to be good. There's a whole generation I think has face blindness for Clive Owen. But if you were around, if you were alive <laughs> in the aughts, if you were there in the theaters watching Closer by yourself... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't watching the Criterion in the theater the entire time. <laughs> oh, man. We'll look for those crimes later. We're bringing it down now, Brothy. As you can tell, we're playing the synth music. We're dimming yeah. the lights. We're lighting the candles. We're going to a more worshipful space. We're all turning in our Headspace apps and uh, giving Papa Goop to a few dollars in his pocket in the process uh, by doing so. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He gets it's those royalties. That we do that. Yes. And uh, we're not here to plug ourselves. We're not here to promote ourselves. We're just here to lift our projects up and to lift ourselves up to the Lord as a okay. humble and loving sacrifice. Spiritual. And we start, as per usual, with Caroline. Uh, you can lift me up as a humble sacrifice at Caroline's Farts on social media. And I don't have a lift up this week. I'm, I'm coming up MD. I don't have anything. Nothing oh, new. Wow. All old median. I'm sorry. Do you want to yield your Kevin. time to someone more deserving? Yeah, I'll yield my time. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Great. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Carol. No, that's all. You didn't have to yield to anyone in particular. Oh, okay. Just the <laughs> concept of yielding your okay. time. Okay. Thank you, Caroline. We turn it to Brothy. Brothy, where can people lift you up on social media? And how can they lift up your many projects that you have going in Hollywood many right now? Many projects. Um, they, can, uh, they can lift up my social media presence by following me on twitter.com slash 
backslash or whatever it is in your URL, uh, Brothi Gupta. So that's B R O T I G U P T A. I know it's not particularly, uh, you, you wouldn't guess the spelling from hearing it. Um, I would have. I would have guessed the spelling. From you here. would have guessed it. You yeah. would have Please guessed give it. Give Gavin a trophy. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Best um, <laughs> and I also have a podcast uh, that I co-host with my friend and enemy, Dylan Galula. It's called Lecture Hall Podcast, and it's on Patreon.com. A Patreon-only nice. podcast. Yes, Ooh. a Patreon-only nice podcast. Deluxe. And then just another thing I want to plug is uh, the show 911. Oh, Ooh, man, which one? 911 Lone Star with Rob Lowe or, or regular edition with Peter Krause? <laughs> I mean, regular edition with Peter Krause, but definitely check out Lone Star as well. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. Man, wait, is it? I gotta wait. I gotta watch this now, right? Like, it's good. Connie Britton was on it at one point. Uh, Connie Britton was on it. It is Kevin. It is bonkers television. I recommend every second of it more than the last. Like my style. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Peter Krause, who I drunkenly said I love you in Sports Night at a party to one time. <laughs> Wonderful. And I felt a little bad about it, but at the same time. <laughs> and then in Peter's mind, the song Giggle starts to play. Do Giggle. I love this man? Do I support him? Do I give him a hug? Or do I laugh Exactly. <laughs> Brothy is one of my favorite follows on Twitter. Brings me joy in the timeline every damn day. Worth your following. So everyone go follow her. Thank, Thank you yes. so much. Agree. You can follow me at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I'm going to lift up the book Mike Nichols A Life by Mark Harris. A book? Ooh. It's a book. I wow. love books again. Kevin reads. Wow. I'm reading. <laughs> everyone do this. Um, Kevin's Book Club. Kevin's get Book Club. Get your little notes app or your notepad out. I'm going to give you a life hack right now. Oh, shoot. Reading while walking. Do it. It's so fun. <laughs> Get a book, go outside with a mask on, and then walk around while we- reading. Walk around while reading. Walk it's around nice. while reading. It makes it go by quickly, right? Yeah. yeah. Especially on your Kindle. I mean, ebook reader of choice that's not owned by Daddy Bezos. Uh, very yeah. fun to do. And you get a, And this Mike Nichols book is thrilling. Ah, showbiz story. What's that? Is it a fiction or nonfiction? It's a it's a biography of the director Mike Nichols, mm. who you may know as the director. And I just list everything he's ever directed, <laughs> like literally every single thing. Um, did he direct any Pixar movies? Because if not, I don't know him. I don't care. Yeah, he directed Coco. So don't you feel like shit now? Boom! Yay! Wow. <laughs> Mike Nichols directed Coco, and that's the hashtag for this episode. Yes, and I will read. Well, you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere on social media. You can go to Patreon.com/slash/GoodChristianFun after you're done subscribing to Lecture Hall. If you have any money left over, maybe you can subscribe to us as well, Please, and you get more GCF every Friday. And then you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we donate a dollar to charity because we're so nice, and we do that every month. Caroline, what is the charity for the month of March that we're donating to? Um, today's charity is House, which is an acronym helping our under underserved sisters equally. It's a GoFundMe. You can uh, find it in our 
show notes if you want to click on it and find it and then give a little donation because they're helping house people here in LA. It's amazing. Um, I also have a little housekeeping announcement. If um, you happen to be a designer or you have any ideas for new GCF merch, you can email us at goodchristianfun at gmail.com. I feel like it's time to just refresh the stock and see what we got. So if you have any ideas or any ardent desires, uh, even if you're not a designer, you can feel free to email us your idea and you might see it come to life. Brothy, you can feel free to email us too with any ideas that you have. Yeah, I'm about. going Please. to. I'm going okay. to. Oh, okay. if I don't well, she's win, got she's got some opinions. I, if I don't, if I don't win, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna lose it. It is a sweepstakes. <laughs> Everyone does free labor it's a competition. until we pick one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is true. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Brothy, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you guys today. so thank much. Thank you what so much. A it's fun delightful to see freaking time. It's so good to see you again time. after almost a year. Oh my god. Do you like cookies? I'll bring you some Kevin Bacon. If you can eat oh, can you my eat god, gluten and yes. stuff? Okay, great. I can and I would love that. Perfect. That's wonderful. Okay. We'll do it. Ooh. And uh, there's nothing thank left to say so much. except for an all of Pod's people said. Amen. Now there are no covers of this song that I could find on YouTube, unfortunately. I wonder why. I don't know why. It, I don't know why there's not a million covers. Another GCF challenge. Of do giggles. a cover of Giggle, but there is. <laughs> there is an instrumental karaoke version of this song. Ooh, so we can all sing along. And we can listen to that going out. Giggle. Oh. Giggle if you want to. I really hate you. Whoa. If you're ugly and mean. <laughs> and that's the message we want to give to our listeners. Don't be ugly, Thanks, don't be mean, or you'll be laughed yeah. at. Be nice and hot, and we'll laugh with. Ugly yeah. and mean, laugh at. <laughs> and that's the GCF promise. Okay, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.